Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in, these deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Hey, what's up, Mavs fans? Kevin Gray, Mavericks pre- and post-game host on 97.1 The Freak on the Dallas Mavericks Radio Network. Appreciate you joining me for another mini-sode of Inside the Mavs, the official Mavericks podcast of 97.1 The Freak. If you're watching this on YouTube, on my YouTube channel, at Kevin Gray Sports, really appreciate that. If you're listening, could be listening on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast for free. Make sure you give the podcast a five-star rating and write a review for it. While you're there, you can follow me on Twitter or X or whatever we call it these days at Kevin Gray Sports, the same on Facebook and on Instagram. Mavericks, unfortunately, began the new year with a 37-point beatdown at the hands of the Utah Jazz on Monday night as Luka Doncic and company were absolutely dreadful with the lack of energy throughout the course of the game as the Jazz returned the favor after they got beat down by 50 back on December 6th at the America Airlines Center. The Mavericks, I'm sure, after that game in Utah on Monday, were just ready to get back home to the AAC, where they begin on Wednesday a seven-game homestand, which is their longest of the season. And they begin with DeAndre Ayton and the Portland Trailblazers for not one, but two games starting on Wednesday. So I'm sure a team that, yes, has won 11 games so far on the road this year are ready to sleep in their own beds for the next couple of weeks as they try to stack up home wins as they begin at that seven-game homestand. And it's important for them to do so in a really tight Western Conference where the Mavericks are 19-15 and 15 through 34 games to be able to have some confidence that they can win at the America Airlines Center where they're only 8-7 and seven so far this year. We saw the return of Kyrie Irving on Monday night. Didn't play great, only having nine points in the game. But at the same time, hopefully for them, the offensive continuity that they had prior to him missing his 12 games with his right heel contusion will get picked back up where they left off. That was simply not the case on Monday night against Utah, who were able to really put it to the Mavericks and be able to take them out in Salt Lake City. But that's all well and good and gone now. The Mavericks now turn their attention to their next seven games at home and more importantly, turn their attention to trying to figure out how, and he's the subject of today's conversation, 
how to get Grant Williams going. Grant Williams so far this year has been a major disappointment for this team based on what we thought he was going to be bringing to the Mavericks this season and beyond. A young man at 25 years of age who is making over $12 million so far a season for the Mavericks has not been good on offense or defense. You look at his overall defensive rating so far through the 31 games that he's played, he's at a 118.1. That is by far the worst of his career through his first almost five seasons in the league. He's got a net rating of negative 4.9 so far. Again, the worst of his career at this point. And you look at what happened in Utah on Monday. My man was a negative 17. Too many negatives so far for Grant Williams, who we thought after the first seven or eight games of the season was really coming into his own as part of the starting lineup, knocking down threes, playing some high-level defense, and giving the Mavericks what they thought fitting seamlessly into this team based on the expectations that they have for him. And it's simply fallen off a cliff since then. Questions about whether or not he is in the proper shape to be doing what he's supposed to be doing on both ends of the floor, not playing the kind of high-level IQ defense that we thought he was going to be bringing based off of what he was doing in Boston, especially in the playoffs over the last couple of years. And more importantly now, he has fallen out of the starting lineup for this team and questions about whether or not his rotation spot should still be on this team anyway. Now, I'm not ready to take it all the way there yet for Grant Williams. I think there's still plenty of time for him to be able to redeem himself. But when you start looking and going inside the numbers based on what he's done so far this year, it's concerning. He's averaging 14.7 points per 100 possessions so far this season. That is the worst for him since his 2020-2021 year. That was his second year in the league where he was averaging at that point 12.3 points per 100 possessions. So far this season, per 100, he's shooting 41.7%. That is the worst of his career since his rookie year. So again, whether you look at the advanced numbers, some of the traditional numbers based on what he's been doing, the Mavericks may have overvalued what Grant Williams was going to bring to this team. Now, the question is, can he find a way to get back to the kind of player that we have saw over the last couple of years when he was in Boston, especially in the playoffs, where we got to know Grant Williams for his ability to take and knock down three-point shots in volume, but more importantly, play the kind of intense, high-level defense that the Mavericks have been so desperately needing from the perimeter for the last few years. Yes, I know that they've had the likes of Reggie Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith over the last couple of years before both of those individuals, of course, have been moved on from. But Grant Williams was supposed to be at age 25 part of the timeline and should still be part of the timeline for Luka Doncic to be able to have a young teammate that can do some of the things that at times Doncic can't do. Now, you give Doncic credit, he has embraced the defensive side of the ball, playing much more active and being much more aggressive on that end, getting in the passing lanes, creating steals and deflections, and trying to ensure that he's completing his game as being a better defender. No one will ever accuse Luka Doncic of being an all-NBA defender, but the effort is there, which is more than what we can say over the last few seasons based off of what he's done. Each of the last couple of years, Doncic has gotten better as, def as a defender. This year, he's taking it much more seriously based on the fact that he's also in really good shape 
so far, despite dealing with the quad injury, which, by the way, real quick, was noticeably bothering him on Monday night as he shot extremely poorly in the game. And you could tell there wasn't a lot of lift, especially on his three-point shots, something to continue to monitor for Luka Doncic as he continues to go on for the rest of the season. But back to Grant Williams. As I mentioned, shooting the worst of his career since his rookie year, shooting at 38% from three. Again, the worst of his career since his rook second season, his sophomore year back in 2020, 2021, where he shot 37%. He shot 25% during his rookie year. But again, you get the drift on where I'm coming from. Last season, he averaged 8.1 points per game. This year, 8.8 points per game. So, so far, I was shooting 65% from the free throw line, which is down 12% from last season alone. So again, whether you look at the traditional numbers, the advanced numbers, whether the eye test tells you, you can tell so far that Grant Williams has not lived up to expectations. Now, how did the Mavericks move forward? They've got to find a way to get his confidence back where he is not only able to play in high-leverage situations, whether it be in clutch moments in the last five minutes of games, but he has to make the most of the rotational minutes that he has provided, which means he needs to be knocking down three-pointers at a much higher rate. So far this season, my man is about two of five from the three-point line. Again, roughly 38% from three. He has got to do that in a little bit more volume this year to be able to find himself back on the floor, shooting with the kind of consistency that we saw during the early part of the year. But Mavericks fans feel like right now that he is a liability on both ends of the floor. So can Grant Williams get into the kind of physical shape that will allow him to see more minutes on the floor? Can he shoot at a much better rate, both from the field and from the free throw line that would justify him playing alongside Luka Doncic? Because ideally, this is what you would want from Grant Williams a guy that on the defensive end can guard multiple positions but then knock down open three-pointers to be able to stretch the defense and create open lanes for Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. That was the hope for Grant Williams coming into this season. So far, that simply hasn't happened. And then when you pair that with the lack of defense that you've seen, and more importantly, the way that guys like Dante Exum and Derrick Jones Jr. have surpassed him by how well they've played so far this year, it has made for so far a disastrous acquisition for the Dallas Mavericks. But all hope is not lost here. If we see the Grant Williams that we have seen over the last couple of postseasons in Boston, where he was able in volume to knock down three pointers, but also be a guy that you could count on on defense while being a high level communicator that played alongside the likes of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and others then we can maybe have some more confidence in what Grant Williams will be for the rest of the year. But right now, that confidence is simply not there. And more importantly, it has not been productive for the Mavericks. That is a problem. A team that has already had difficulty over the last several years acquiring high-level talent. Yes, I know that they were able to retain the services of Kyrie Irving. But when you're a team that's not able to acquire high-level talent, to go alongside Luka Dodgers or prove it at least for the most part that they have been able to, you've got to be able to hit on the mid-range type of signings that you're able to get when you have a guy like a Grant Williams. This is a kind of piece that you would think, based on how you're trying to round out this team, that would come in, fit in seamlessly, 
and then be able to move forward as part of a potential championship roster. Because again, this team has not been able to acquire the kind of high-level talent and consistently throughout the course of Luka Doncic's tenure. And when they have, it hasn't worked out. Christos Porzingis obviously being the other biggest example and how he's doing now what he did in Washington last season and now what he's doing in Boston so far for them this year. And then when they had one under their nose when they didn't realize it and Jalen Brunson, he goes off to New York and continues to ball out there as becoming the new king of New York, it feels like. So whether the Mavericks have tried to acquire high-level talent or they missed it when it was right under their nose with someone like Jalen Brunson, they have to hit on the margins because the margin of error for them is very, very thin, especially when you're trying to keep Luka Doncic happy and ensuring that he remains in a Maverick uniform. I'm not saying anything about the idea that Luka Doncic is leaving. I don't believe any of that. Luka Doncic is happy here, and he's fine here. So don't take it as I'm saying that this may be a reason why Luka Doncic looks for a reason to leave. But don't give him a reason to look to leave. And Grant Williams has to be a part of the solution and not the problem. But give the other Mavericks credit for being able to step up when Grant Williams has not been able to do so. Grant Williams told me through the first six games when I talked to him a few weeks ago that he would give himself a C as far as his performance is concerned. Offensively, he was playing okay at that point, but from his communication and from everything else, wasn't great. He's got to find a way to get that, my man, at least to a B because you got to be above average if we're going to continue to see if you're going to be a part of the future of this team going forward. The February 8th trade deadline is not that far away, just a little over a month or so. And Mavericks fans are already trying to find packages to put Grant Williams in to move him out of town, and he hasn't even played half a season here yet. That's disappointing when it comes to what Grant Williams has brought so far. Do I think he could turn it around? I do. But there has to be a high-level commitment on both ends of the floor and finding a way to simply remove what has been the negative start for him, but continue to move forward in the work that needs to be done to have the kind of quality rotational minutes that he needs. But right now, I don't see him getting back into the starting lineup anytime soon. Derrick Jones Jr. has been too good. Dante Exum has been too good. And this team is now finally as healthy as it's been so far this year. Think about this. The Mavericks used their 19th different starting lineup on Monday against the Utah Jazz. For a team that we thought was going to have some real stability with Luka, Kyrie, Grant Williams, obviously with Derek Lively there as well, you thought that you were going to see a team consistently put out the same lineup every single night. This team has been devastated by injuries, and in the case of Grant Williams, inconsistent play that has forced him to use different lineups so far this year. And yet and still, this team is four games above 500. So you give the players credit for being able to withstand the injuries, adversity, and the inconsistent play of some of their teammates and even at times overcoming Jason Kidd and some of the decisions that he makes on the floor day-to-day, night-to-night, game-to-game. But now as the Mavericks turn the calendar from 2023 to 2024, they have got to start getting the production from their biggest acquisition this past offseason, and that's Grant Williams. Because there should be no reason 
why late free agent signings like a Derrick Jones Jr. or even Dante Exum, who was not expected to have the kind of impact that he's had so far this year, should be outplaying Grant Williams, especially knowing what kind of playoff success he's had over the last couple of years. He's been there and done that in high leverage situations, so there should be no reason why he's underperforming the way that he is so far this year. And yet, here we are, you and I, having this discussion right now. That shouldn't be the case for the Mavericks. If I'm disappointed, if you're disappointed, think about how disappointed the Mavericks are so far and what Grant Williams has provided and the lack thereof. He's got to find a way to turn it around. And here's my biggest point of all of this. Once Grant Williams starts to turn the corner, the depth that you have seen the Mavericks being able to utilize, even when he has not played well, becomes that much more fortified based on what this team has on its roster right now, regardless if it makes a move at the trade deadline. If Grant Williams becomes the kind of guy that you solved in the first seven, eight games of the year and finds a measure of consistency, the Mavericks are in a pretty good place because of the flexibility of their rotations that they'll have moving forward once especially Maxi Kleba comes back as well. This team right now has enough to be a top six team in the West. They have enough potentially to be even a top four team in the West, depending on how things fall and shake and whether or not this team can stay healthy. That is how much Grant Williams matters to this team. The difference from what this team could look like in making maybe the second round of the playoffs versus a team who may not find themselves in the top eight, despite the fact that they have Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. And any team that has Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving on it should be nowhere near outside of the top six. At minimum, they should be a top six team, if not a top four team. But Grant Williams has to find a way to get better for this team's ceiling to increase. If it doesn't, this team can only go so far, and the weight of a contract could be disappointing enough to find Grant Williams not only out of the rotation, but maybe not on this team. And that is a far cry from what we thought he was going to be this upcoming season. But again, 34 games in, I'm not going to hit the panic button just yet. You shouldn't hit the panic button just yet, but should you be disappointed and frustrated by the start that Grant Williams has provided so far as a Dallas Maverick? Sure you should, and that's understandable. But also, in your frustration, realize there's a long season ahead. There's still time to turn it around, and if he does, the conversation that you and I are having will hopefully be a much positive, much more positive one by the time we get to, oh, I don't know, March, and then toward April as we get toward the NBA playoffs. But that has to start now. Grant Williams has to put behind him what was a difficult 2023 in the first part of the season for the Mavericks, and now with 2024 right here, while, yeah, he didn't get off to a great start against Utah, maybe the home cooking for him will be much better as he gets to settle in for seven games at home, seven straight games at home going forward. All in all, Grant Williams has to be a part of the solution and not the problem. Otherwise, the Mavericks themselves have got a big problem with Grant Williams. Appreciate you joining me here on this Inside the Mavs mini-sode here. You can download and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast for free. Make sure you give the podcast a five-star rating and write a review for it while you're there. You can find me 
on Twitter or X or whatever at Kevin Gray Sports Sam on Instagram and on Facebook as well. Remember, episodes drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with my partner Grant Assets. But I'll also have daily Mavs content here on my channel here at Kevin Gray Sports, so you can get the latest intel, insights, and discussion around the Dallas Mavericks. I'll have the pregame on Wednesday at 7 p.m. as the Mavericks take on the Portland Trail Blazers again for the first of seven consecutive home games where the Mavericks will be able to settle in at the AAC for the next two weeks and hopefully be able to stack some wins on top of it in what has been a deep Western Conference so far, a fun, competitive Western Conference so far. The Mavericks now have a chance to be able to put it together and get that road or that home record, I should say, a little bit better. Just eight and seven so far at the AAC. Mavericks need to turn it up as we move forward into the month of January. Again, appreciate you joining me here on our Inside the Mavs mini So Follow me on Twitter at Kevin Gray Sports. Subscribe to Kevin Gray Sports here on YouTube. And make sure you follow Grant on his channel at Grant Abseth and also to his YouTube channel at Grant Abseth and the same on Twitter. And the Inside the Mavs podcast on Twitter at Inside the Mavs. My name is Kevin Gray, and I'll talk to you next time right here on Kevin Gray Sports here on YouTube for another episode of Inside the Mavs. Have a good day, and I'll talk to you later. Peace. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you.